Hello, and welcome to a very exciting episode of Film Night. My name's Richie. My name's Jack. My name's Joe. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about about time. (laughs) (laughs) That's really fun. Yeah, I like that title. So, (laughs) everybody's week. Oh well, so just a second, Joe. Let me just uh, explain. We're we're also going to be (laughs) we're also going to be discussing uh, the the Incredibles two and Jurassic Park, the Lost World, the Lost World. Yes. How's everybody doing? Good week? Uh, well, it's been a very quick week this week. <laughs> I mean, I think it's been a long week, hasn't it? And it also is worth pointing out to the listeners that it is currently 10.22 in the evening, so if we sound a bit tired, then that is why. Yeah. It's a late one. That is worth pointing out. Yes. <laughs> Don't edit that out. <laughs> they need to know. Okay. <sighs> so, we're talking about, about time in this, uh, in this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll just describe the synopsis. Uh, at the age of 21, Tim discovers he can travel in time and change what happens and has happened in his own life. His decision to make his world a better place by getting a girlfriend turns out not to be as easy as you might think. Uh, uh, no, it wasn't, was it? No, it really well, wasn't. So, uh, so, so what did you guys think of About Time? Can I just point out before, go for it, before yeah. we go for it? Go for it, Joe. I didn't realise his name was Tim. Until now. Until now. Really? Yes. I said it quite often in the film. I know that 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 must have just gone over my head. That is quite strange. Completely, because <laughs> I had no idea his name was Tim. That's the first on film night when the main character's name isn't known by one of us. We've sat down and started the podcast. It's a first. It is only our third episode, but uh, it's a first. It's probably going to be a last. <laughs> it will be. I you, all the you, other characters you, was was straight. You were probably so sort of embraced by the film that, you know, the, the names of the characters didn't even matter. The storyline was just so strong it and was, good. Wasn't it? Yeah, it was yeah, great. Somehow I doubt that. Okay. Right, let's jump into it. Uh, okay. What did you guys think of About Time? Jack? Um, it's a quite hard film to sum up, I think, because one of the criticisms of the film is that it does jump about a lot. So there's a lot of different angles going on. You've got the whole situation with the main character, Tim, and his attempts to get a girlfriend. That's how it all starts. And then you've got his sister, who, as the, as the film goes on, becomes more prominent and a more important character and there's a lot of different angles. You've got his dad who's getting ill and getting old and all the rest of it. So I think from that point of view it's a hard film to sum up. There's not there's not a clear no. sort of path, is there? Uh, no. I'll, I just feel like it doesn't know what it wants to be at all. I mean when you first brought up the idea of, uh, of, of watching this and talking about it on the podcast you told me that it was a rom-com but that <laughs> clearly is not the case. It, it doesn't know what yeah. it wants to be. I, I do agree with that, actually. Yeah. That's a good point. It, it is very um, very all over the place. Yeah. I mean, it starts off in a kind of rom-com way. It's, it's about mm. him. Yeah, you, you'd think it was in the first maybe half an hour or so. Yeah. He, well, fucking longer than half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, just just for every, everybody's sake, it runs at an hour and 58 minutes, I think we said. Didn't yeah. It? Felt like about five hours. It's got it's got a mix of a lot of its comedy. It's got, it's, it's got some sadness. It's got some... Obviously, romance. So it's got a bit of everything, but I think Richie's point is is valid. I mean, it it does struggle to. It basically it, it just doesn't settle on a plot mm. at all. Yeah, I, I could agree with that. I can agree with that one. Uh, I think we should just kind of walk through how we felt about it just, throughout the whole thing because I've made quite a few notes throughout the film. Yeah, just just throw out whatever. Um, you, whatever so I'll, so I'll just start off. I reckon, uh, yeah. At, at the very beginning of the film, immediately it had me. I mean, it, it played a Benfold song. <laughs> I'd actually forgotten about this. I, I'm the only one that had seen it before. And uh, I obviously know how much of a big Ben Fold fan Richie is, but yeah. I can't believe this just went over my head the first time I saw it. Yeah, well, it immediately had me when it started playing Ben Fold's The Luckiest. Loved it. I thought, oh, this is going to be a good watch. And I clearly got some good taste in music. Yeah. Um, and I was really happy because Richie liked it also. <laughs> yeah. and, then, uh, and then just as immediately, it lost me completely. <laughs> that beginning of the film, the beginning sequence, was the cringiest thing I've ever seen. Which bit? The very beginning. As soon as it... Describe it to the listener. From... What happens? Okay, Jack. <laughs> um, basically, it just starts out with them all... <laughs> Uh, the whole family, Tim's family, um, at a, are they in Cornwall? Are they like a yeah. cottage in yes. Cornwall or something? And they're having a kind of, basically a family holiday, which is fine. I don't have any problem with that. But I just felt that the way it was presented was just so unrealistic and awkward. And it just didn't feel like a real family to me. Well, all, the, all the characters were immediately obnoxious and uh, un- unappealing. I think I agree on a certain level. I think when, because they mentioned in the opening scene that... Um, 
they sort of did that thing, go to the beach, watch films. That was sort of an everyday thing. And that became... Clichéd everything, don't you think? That, that became... What, you know, if it was just sort of a thing they did every once in a while, but they did say, oh, this is every day, this is what our life is like. And that sort of, like Richie said, it um, sort of became very unrealistic because no family is like that every day. Mm. No. I don't feel as strongly against that as, as you. I mean, yeah, it was... I know what you mean. I just thought it was a really weak start to the film. Mm. Okay. And then and then we're introduced to uh, the lead character. Well, can I, can I ask, oh, yes. Yeah, sorry, Joe. Can I ask quickly ask uh, for Joe's opinion on the, on the, on the opening? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah I, I know where Richie's coming from. I, I agree to an extent. It's a feel-good film, isn't it? I suppose. It's, it's, a, it, it's supposed to get people feeling good about themselves. Yeah. It's... Or even even if Jack didn't say it was a rom com, I would have had a thought from the first half an hour, forty five minutes that it was. Oh yeah, definitely. And then and then you could definitely tell towards the end it was it what it's not really. It's mm. something completely different. Um, it's more more about family, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I I didn't mind the opening. I, I, it didn't it didn't throw me and go wow or you know it it, it, it wasn't anything special, but. Mm. Anyway, and then then we're uh, introduced to the lead character of Tim, uh, who we immediately find out is the kind of the, the awkward lead male that makes the watchers feel better about themselves, which I don't have a problem with really. Uh, there, there are plenty of films that do that. That's fine. They're going down that road. Okay, fine. Oh, oh, and there was there was a bit where he kind of he walks up to the girl that he likes and she waves at him. And then he waves back, and then we find out that it's actually just a cliche again <laughs> because she was actually just waving at someone else walking behind him. How many films have done that? Are we, are we not a bit sick of that cliche now? I am. Um, yeah, it was a cliche. It didn't really bother me that much, really. Has that ever happened to you in real life, Jack? No. But <laughs> it's just one of those things. Could do. Could do. <laughs> it, it could happen. And it, was, it, was, it was over in a couple of seconds, so it wasn't that bad. Yeah, obviously it started off with the whole New Year's New Year's Eve party. Yes. Oh yeah, okay. Um, Didn't really have a problem with that. No, I thought I thought that was it felt like a, a realistic New Year's Eve party actually. To yeah, me. It, it, it was quite quite generic, really, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, quite quite a funny scene when he when the girl obviously wants to kiss Tim, but Tim doesn't have the courage to do to it. Do it, yeah. And obviously, you'll see later in the film that that changes, and he goes back and, and realizes that he should have kissed him. But mm. what else have you written down, Richie? Uh, well, I just. <laughs> but that would then we're also introduced to his sister. Uh, does anyone remember her name? Oh, oh Katie Kit Kat. Kit- well, they call her Kit Kat. Which <laughs> I is, loved it how much they used that name. Yeah, that was really unsettling. Anyway, <laughs> oh my God. Uh, we're introduced to that character <laughs> who is just she's just a free spirit. Is, she? is that what they're trying to do? Mm-hmm. I think so. She just sounded eternally like, bare feet. I mean, the way she she's her relationship with her entire family just seemed really incestuous and sick. Yeah, it was a bit creepy. Very creepy. Um, when she woke her brother up and just went and laid next to him in bed. Yes. Yes. And, and she's just really in people's faces all the time. So I don't know if she's supposed to have some kind of mental disability. They oh never really... God, no, nice. seriously. They never really uh, um, focused not, on that. No, she's not got a mental disability, but she's just very... Right. She's obviously just there for comedic value. Okay. She's but just, there wasn't on. She's just very confident. Very confident person. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so then she's there for a bit and she does something weird and then she kind of disappears for a long time. And eventually we kind of get to the point in which Bill Nye, who plays Tim's dad, uh, informs him that he has the ability to travel backwards in time. Yes. That was a really good scene. I thought that whole revealing scene. I quite enjoyed that. Mm. Well, I, it, would, it took me by surprise. I didn't know that that was what the, the film was about at all. Um, no, no, I... Good thing, though, really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was a big, a bit of a shock. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I quite like the concept. It's a good good concept. The The problem they have with it is that they go fucking nowhere with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay? They they wasted so much opportunity on that concept of him being able to go back in time and changing things that he fucks up. I know, but I think the opposite could be said. Like, if, if they'd have gone down the other route and just... you could We could easily be saying they just completely overdid it and used it way too much and used it... The film is called About Time. They can't use it too much. <laughs> I know, but they, they make it they make it out so that it's the entire point of the film. But he barely uses it. He uses it quite a bit, to be fair. I don't think he does. Compared with all the other shit that goes on in the film. I don't think he uses it that much at all. He uses it when he needs to use it. And I immediately uh, found out from the dad saying that he used it mostly to read that this entire concept is just wasted on this family. <laughs> wasted on him. Wasted on him and wasted on Tim. 
But it's like him and Tim. But he, yeah. But yeah, but he did he did explain some of the pitfalls that could happen. Obviously some some of the like his granddad obviously tried to get really rich, didn't work, ended up lonely and yeah, and then he kind of, and then if I can just move on quite a lot towards the end of the film. Okay. Um, sorry, I should just point out there are quite a lot of spoilers in this, <laughs> in the, this the, episode. The, the spoilers film. in every episode get used to it. Okay, well, all right then. <laughs> we should put that in the description. Yeah. Anyway, towards the uh, the end of the film, or what felt like the end of the film, Tim has tried to go back in time to fix something of which we'll go into a bit further later on, which goes past the birth of his son. Goes back before uh, he yes. had his son, or sorry, daughter. He had his daughter, and um, so then when he comes back to the present, he finds out that his daughter's now turned into a boy somehow, um, and it's all a bit confusing. And basically, he goes and talks to his dad, and his dad said, "Oh yeah, I should have told you before, but um, you, you shouldn't really go past before you uh, before you had your your, your daughter because uh, it, it'll change. It has to be the exact same sperm in the exact same situation." Uh, otherwise it'll all change. Shouldn't he have mentioned that a bit sooner on? Like, how did he even know that? Yeah, and then, I, I must add, I agree with you, Richard, because the next moment, he goes back again to change it. Oh, yeah, I hate this part as well. And everything's all hunky-dory, yeah. fine, yeah. and everything Back went to on. the same daughter, He's, he, he managed to, just, <laughs> to exactly get replicate <laughs> the situation. I, th- I think the, that's the, the best point that you made there is the fact that how did his dad know? Because I don't really know how you'd find that out. Yeah, unless unless we're supposed to just think that Tim was not the original child of Bill Nye. Which is an interesting thought. I suppose. Mm. But they don't dwell on it. If they had kind of dwelled on that and brought that point up, that would have been an interesting... I think for point. a lot of this film, you'd have to suspend your belief a little bit. Yes. But, um, but there's a limit. I know, but... Yeah, I do. I do agree with the point that you know, how did he know that and stuff? And yes, there, okay, there were a lot of occasions when he went back in time to fix something, came back, and yes, that that was fixed. But everything else had stayed the same, and everything was fine. When that wouldn't yeah. happen, because if you're going to change one thing, the other things would change as well, mm-hmm. which didn't really work. Didn't really make much sense. But uh, as a, as a film, I, I, I as a film, I it's really it enjoyable. Feel good. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, there were a lot of question marks and a lot of areas and. Uh-huh. All these, yeah, no, all, I these, all these points, but no, I, I, just, I just sort of really enjoyed the film. Um, I thought it was a pretentious piece of shit. Oh my god! Okay, <laughs> then it was, and I've, I've written down a few uh, lines from the film. Oh, because they, I, I, the dialogue is just awful. I thought the script was actually really strong. No, it wasn't. It was terrible. For example, if we could move back to uh, where Tim first meets Rachel McAdams, they're in. A pitch black date, which is exactly as it sounds. Yes. Um, can I just point out that this this place they went to, this sort of pitch black restaurant where you can go and you eat in the darkness, and it's how you meet new people and stuff. Yeah, it's supposed oh. to so you can like no, I don't, understand I don't, their personality without yeah. seeing their looks or something. Yeah. Or something I don't think it. it is. I don't think that place is specifically to date. I, th- I think you could go there as a, as a couple already and, and try it out. Sure. It's not just to meet people. Mm. Okay, I'm I'm sure the main part is that. To meet people, though, that yeah, seems, seems like the, the main point I of the thing. Way, I don't know if it's a real thing or if it actually happens. I think, I think Either it, way, I was interested by it. I think okay. it's a real yeah. thing, and I, I'd like to point out that I would actually really love to try it. Yeah, I think it would be yeah, quite, it, quite good, actually. Anyway, I, it was an interesting idea for the film, and I, I had no problem with that. The problem I had was with the dialogue afterwards, when they go outside, and uh, Tim and his friends are waiting to, to see the girls that they've been chatting to, and they're kind of worrying about whether they're attractive or not. So the girl that was chatting to Tim's friend walks out. Was it Jay? Jay, yeah, sorry. The first thing that Jay says is, Christ, you're a babe. <laughs> well, that's his character. And then they just walk He's... off together. And that's, that's that. No, because it didn't work out, did it? She didn't, she didn't give him his number. She said she wasn't going to do that. That's not the point. So that line obviously didn't work. He should, that's, that's the type of guy he is. He just comes out and says stupid stuff and obviously doesn't work out for him, does it? Because she didn't go out with him. But there is no person in the world that speaks like that. Okay. There isn't. I'm sh- oh, that's just, oh, that's just too big a waste. You're a babe. Some people are weird. I mean, if he was really like that, that's throughout, that's you think much. that she would have, she would have sussed out from the conversation in the restaurant that actually he's a dick. So yeah, why but- is she carrying on to see him afterwards? Well, she hasn't got much choice. I think she has. And she didn't really seem after. She, she, she hasn't got much choice. She Sorry, can we not move over that for a second? <laughs> she, no, she obviously thought, right, this guy's obviously a bit of a weirdo. 
But I'd, I'd have to see him after this meal, so I'll finish this meal with him, and then I'll be like, oh, well, thank you for speaking for the character. Yeah. But I don't think that's at all realistic in any way. Well, some people are like that, and some people would say that. It's too big of a generalisation to say no one's like that, okay. because obviously some people You're are. obviously just an apologist we're, we're, for we've this We've got film. some good debate here, gentlemen. Good debate. <laughs> right, so, right, so let me ask you, Joe. Oh, right. Do you, do, you, do you agree, Richie, that no one in the world is like that? Yeah, no, I don't. I, I Thank think, you. I think there's a, there is a considerable amount of people that are like that. Okay, fine. All right. There are some people that are like that that would say, Christ, you're a babe. I'm not saying that. that's a okay, nice but, thing to say on that person. I, no, no. I know that's not what you're saying. The point I'm making is that if he was that kind of guy... The girl would not have carried on with the entire date if he would speak like that all the time. Okay. Yeah, nice. yeah that's probably true. But yeah. there was a there was a weird part during the date when he was um, feeling her up and she went, yeah, you'll stop that right now. Mm. <laughs> so you did see a bit of that weird, stupid sound. Okay, yeah, but that was just kind of a, a little joke. I didn't really have a problem with And that. she was probably hungry. Yeah, she wanted to eat. She wanted to finish her dinner. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. But, that is, but she, so she obviously wasn't uh, a fan of him in the date, so why did she carry on? Well, well she, she was she was with a friend and her friend was enjoying her company, so she thought I'll be a nice friend and just stay for her. Okay, fine. All right, I'll move over that. Um, <laughs> another thing I'd like to bring up is that oh. during that date, no, this is a good thing. Uh, I I quite enjoyed the fact that um, Tim, who's obviously really awkward around girls all the time, uh, during this date where he couldn't actually see the girl, he was actually pretty charming. Around it, he, yes. he wasn't. He wasn't really awkward at all, and he yeah. a lot of funny jokes. Of, and I, really I thought, liked, I actually thought that dialogue was pretty realistic and yes. was was quite good. I really liked um, some dumb old Gleason. I thought he really did a good job of the character. He was okay. Okay. Well, <laughs> I just, I just thought he did. To, you know, like you say, he, he was a very awkward character, and I thought that came across really well, and he and he did it really well. Have you seen him in anything else? No, I saw him in a film called Frank. Have you seen him in a film? No, I've not. No. I, I thought he was really. I'd, I'd quite like to see him in other stuff, actually. Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, he's all right. Uh, I, I think I quite liked his character in Frank. So, mm. yeah. was his character the same in, as in Frank? Isn't this? Because mm, I'm not seeing it. It was a kind of awkwardy character, but it wasn't exactly the same as this. No, I've also not seen. Unless I'm being stupid, I don't think I've seen Rachel McAdams in anything else. Have you seen The Notebook? No. Okay, that's what she's most famous for. Obviously, Bill Nye, we all know what he's about, but yeah. the other two main characters I've not actually seen before. No. I think I've seen Rachel McAdams. It's always good to see Bill Nye. I love Bill Nye. Okay. Oh, there was another point right after the uh, uh, pitch black date that I hated. Which oh, was, when, can I say, I know what you're going to say. You know what I'm going to say. When she was fishing for compliments. Yes, yes. And <laughs> that's I do, exactly I do, it. I do agree, she was doing This is exactly what she was doing. She was going... Oh, you don't think my hair's too brown? Yeah. You don't think my fringe isn't nice? <laughs> you really you like me? Think, yeah. You don't think my frock is good? Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> if only this was a podcast. Uh, <laughs> if only this was a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what have we been doing? I agree with that. What a bitch. Uh, I wouldn't say she was a bitch. Yeah, she was a bitch. I really liked her, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I would. Yeah, that was obviously fishing for compliments, but... Well, she fished for compliments throughout the entire thing. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. even later. You can't on. say not any 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 lady or girls. No, I would have happily given them to her, but it was a bit. But that was overboard on the fishing for compliments. Yes, it's quite a petty point, but let's move on. <laughs> oh, what did you think about the character Harry? Harry. Oh, I really liked him. Yeah, he was one of my favourite characters. Really, I didn't uh, really like him. I liked him as it went on when we saw his. When we saw him at the more family events, like at the wedding. Actually, yeah, I I hated him in the beginning. He was really funny, but then he kind of grew on me a bit further on. Yeah, there. in the beginning, he was, you just thought like when when Tim first meets him and walks into his house, it was just really obnoxious all, all and the comments, stupid. And all the you do think oh, what a dick. Yeah, <laughs> but no, as it went on, you realise he did have a, a you know a softer side. Yeah, so he's a playwright for a, yeah for a play, and it's, I think that was a good point to mention that. That Joe remembers him from something. Oh yeah, yeah. Tom Holland. Tom Holland. Tom Holland. What was yeah, he's um, he's, he's a yeah. Well, evidently he's a British actor. Um, he's been in BBC Two's Rev. Um, I've seen that. He's also been in. I was looking him up before. He's been in um, Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh really? Yeah, Pirates of the Caribbean. What's he famous for? Um, Who did he play in Pirates? Do you know? uh, I'm not too sure. It doesn't say here. He's been in Pride and Prejudice. Oh. In the Loop. No, not so much. Uh, drama films, Enigma. Nope. And Hannah. I've heard of Hannah, that's about recent, isn't it? Yeah, I, I really enjoyed his character. Um, 
I really liked him, especially as it went on. And you saw his softer side and some of the comments he made were just hilarious. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he's... Uh... Um, but I brought him up to uh, talk about the play that he had written. Ah, uh, yes. And yeah, this that was, was another annoying scene. Yeah, this, I, I think we can all agree that this scene was very unrealistic. Yeah. On, yes. in, a, in a Broadway... Sh- Broadway, a uh, West End show. Yeah. You'd think... First of all, it was like, what, what was it? The lead character didn't, didn't know his line. Yeah. So the entire play was ruined because... Yeah, I guess nobody thought to give him a prompt or anything. But the thing was, what it made it even more or stupid. Improvise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody improvised to help him out. But what made it more stupid was the fact that there is a prompt guy there reading the script. Yeah, and yeah. he still he just wasn't doing anything. He thought, okay, it's been about sixty seconds since you last said something. There's not going to be this long of a pause. <laughs> I might, should I probably give him a clue? <laughs> to be honest, I don't know if that was supposed to be the uh, prompt or just yeah, well, you the, the see, stage you manager. He reading along with him. Was he? Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know why somebody didn't just improvise, really. Yeah, it, I mean, was, it was stupid. It's not like Shakespeare's works, yeah. is it, where you cannot improvise? Especially but on anyway, opening night, this new play, yeah, all the critics yeah. there. Yeah, but anyway, then uh, after hearing about this, Tim decides to go back in time and uh, and tell the lead actor to go over his lines again. And then, <laughs> But also what I didn't know is how would... How would he know which actor it was that messed his lines up? Yeah. And how would he even get backstage to he, speak to him? He might not know that, yeah. And that's what he did, because he didn't, did he? At first, he went to the wrong actor. It was quite good did to he? see... Um... Yeah, because remember, he went to the, the, big, the bigger, bigger No, I think he was the one that forgot his line. No, it was a really thin one, wasn't it? Yeah, remember the second guy. Oh, I thought it was just that the second like, guy forgot his line after the other guy finally got his line right. No. Then, oh, yeah, that's, that is what happened, isn't it? I thought... That's why. that... The, the, he and then he spoke just, to the fat guy. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember his name. It was he's, just he's it, dead now. It was just really unlucky that the, the, after after he'd already, after, after he had forgotten his yeah. line and he got him to remember his line finally. Mr. Dursley. Then the other guy forgot Mr. Dursley. Yeah. And then then the other guy forgot. His that was line. interesting because I, I didn't even see it like that. I saw it as whereby nobody actually told him which actor got it wrong. Yeah, I can see it like that. So well. he went to the guy, the bigger guy. And he said, you should probably look over your script. You go, what do you mean look over my script? He sent him out. Yeah, took his and then soul. he sat down and he thought, oh, he's got it. He's fine. Yeah. And then he did it. And he was like, oh, phew, phew. And then it turns out that's not the actor that's got the lines wrong. That could have been it. It's actually well, the other guy. I hope you're right, Joe. And I'm going to give it the benefits of the doubt and say that is what happened. Because oh, yeah, if it was the thing that I said, then that's the stupidest fucking thing in the world. <laughs> I, I did actually think what Richie thought. Yeah. That, that, was, that was what I got in the situation. Because after he... After uh, Mr. Dursley tells uh, Tim to fuck off, yeah. he sits down and starts reading his script. So I figured, oh, uh, so he's true. got his line right. But I'm going to give it the benefit of the doubt and say it's what you said. I quite liked um, Harry's description of how the play went. How he said the first half, the first half hour was like the Titanic, but no survivors. <laughs> yeah. and it, but it wasn't just that. He went on and said, no women, no children. Yeah. Yes. Kate Winslet dies. <laughs> Everyone dead. <laughs> yeah, that was quite a good description. Yeah, it could be used against this film as well, actually. What? Because it. <laughs> why? For the same reason. What? Forget it, Jack. <laughs> right. Um, anyway, so yeah, moving on. And then the second guy forgot his lines, or or is the only one that forgot his lines. Mm. And there's still the prompts didn't step in and help him out. Yeah. So then Tim runs round. Yeah, this is stupid. And he's. Apparently had the time to write down all the lines on Find a placard. Find the script. Find, Find script, the right part. Write down all the lines for him uh, on placards, and then run round to the backstage somehow, and just show them to him. And he just reads the placards. Like he doesn't like whisper the start of his line to him. He has to read every single line from the play. And you think the after placards. the first one, it might it, it, it trigger his mind. No, he no, he needs to carry on reading them. I mean, what? Yeah, that that was. That was a point where it didn't really add up, but... And the audience clap after every line. <laughs> that yes. ha- that happens. The so, audience so, clap so, after every single line in the play. Yeah, sometimes it happens when there's, like, been a good a good line delivered well or a monologue or something. No, it doesn't. It happens when a scene ends, maybe. Or just at the end of the play. Mm, it doesn't happen after every line. Joe. I've been in a few plays, Jack. So Joe. Okay. Just living now. Maybe right. after a monologue... If it was a good monologue. Yeah, if, if maybe it cuts to blackout or... or yeah, if, if, it's a, if, if it just carries on, though. If it's a long monologue, and if it's got a dramatic... If it's got a pause, and I yeah. suppose, sometimes. But not after every line, I no. agree. Not maybe it's different when there's a... It's a brand new play and no one's seen it before. No, it isn't. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Yeah, let's move on. Um, what else have you written down on that uh, notepad of yours? Right, the next thing I wanted to, to talk about was... 
Um, because he's been at this play and fixing that problem, uh, he went back in time to the day where he first met Rachel McAdams. So obviously he didn't meet her in the end, so he kind of fucked that up. So I kind of figured that that was what the whole plot of this play was going to be by this point, but I guess it wasn't. And uh, that was just a small part of it. Anyway, um, he went back to the restaurant a bit later on and asked the guy who was there, a waiter this, or something, this or was manager. Quite funny. This no, was... it was just stupid. Oh. Uh, he, he went in there and he asked him um, if he'd seen two girls that were in here before. And his description was, uh, one of them is the most beautiful girl you've ever seen and the other uh, kind of this, looks like this a prostitute. Wasn't that Sorry, bad. the other one kind of looks like a prostitute. And then... This is funny. Right. That's yeah, okay, line. no. That's a funny... That's supposed to be a joke, a funny line. Yeah. But then instead of the guy kind of going, making it obvious and going, oh yeah, I remember them. He just says, um, yeah, they were in here, it was it. And it was just, we're just supposed to believe that he just remembers them. And that wasn't even delivered as a joke. He just remembers them, and that's just a way to move the story forward. It's just lazy. I thought it was quite nice how he described her as the most beautiful girl. Well, you thought wrong. You thought wrong. That was quite sweet of Tim. Shut up. (laughs) No, that's a very petty point. No, it isn't. It's just a stupid thing that happens in the film, as the film is full of stupid lines and lazy writing just to move the story on. Mm. Hmm. Anyway. We'll agree to disagree about that point. (sighs) Right, fine. Right, let's go. Really go podcast. <laughs> I want to hear some more of Joe's opinions. Okay, so yeah, hey, I've been kind of hugging the. Uh, have you? <laughs> yeah, uh, Joe, do you have any any <laughs> you want to talk about? Uh, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to say the the film as a whole is. Uh, We're not rating it yet. No, not rating it yet, but I think. You need to be favourite scene. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure there's <laughs> many for you to choose from. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. No. It, 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 I, I like it. I, I don't mind it. I think it's one of those films that you can sit down... S- sum the film up in three words, Joe. It's Shit. Okay. Bollocks. And when I say three words, I don't mean they're linked together, just three separate words. Dumb. Oh, that's Joe. We, we know <laughs> okay, uh, I don't like this word, but nice. Hmm. It's a very generous adjective. I mean, I don't use it that often because I don't like it. I what feel was like nice about not, it, though? Those characters not, were horrible. It's not. It was nice to see this relationship grow. Yes. I, I didn't see it grow. Well, I saw it script, skip the main points of growth that it could have dwelled on. Yeah, it could have done, but then that would have been a rom-com. And, and or not a rom-com or whatever you want to describe it as. And I know it's not, and I know we don't know what actual film it is. But that's fine. If, it, if that would have made it a rom-com, then it should have stuck to that and gone with it. Or stuck to something else and gone with that. But not just keep jumping back and forth. But and then it wouldn't have been plots. about time, would it? It did move very quick how... It can still be a rom-com think, think, that has the time yeah, aspect I in think, it. I think that the top and bottom is they wanted to put too much into it. Yeah, exactly. I think, yeah, I think we all agree about that. But, and then, I do, I, I have got to say... If they dwelled and took more time on the, the sort of the aspects of life and the growth of life, it'd have been one heck of a long film. Yeah. It was. And it wasn't that long for a film. It was just under two hours. They could have, they could have just stuck with the family drama aspect that it kind of rushes at the end and just had that. And it could have been a good length and, uh, and a pretty good film, but it didn't. Yeah, we all agree that it definitely did try and pack in too many different things. And the relationship between Tim and um, Mary did rush very quickly. Like one minute they were getting married, next minute they had three kids. Yeah, yeah. They, they dicked around way too much with the introduction between the two of them. And yes. which was, which would have been fine if they just stuck to that. But in these, in these sorts And of then they just rushed the marriage and the kids and... No, the... but in, in these sorts of films, usually the best part is the start when they meet and that's usually like the best... No, the best part is watching them grow as a couple. Which didn't happen. I think I saw them grow more than you saw them grow. I'm not as critical about that as you. Yeah, I, I think I saw it grow in parts. I think there was there was parts that it, it could have grown. It, the, the reason it the reason it didn't grow as as well as it should have done is because they did pack too much in and they couldn't focus on that. Yeah, they, they, yeah. they thought, oh, we can't do this because we've got to go back to the sister and then we've got to go to the uncle again. Yeah. So there's too much going on for them to be able to do it properly. Mm-hmm. But no, I'm not as critical as Richie. On but they just. Like, every time they were going to have a, a child, so they just said, let's have a child, and then it cut to them having a child. They had a child. That was it. I know, but you can't, what, what do you expect them to, like, go through the whole pregnancy and... Just go through something, anything. Focus on it. Focus on one aspect. I did want to see some morning sickness, actually. Great. <laughs> really? I'm joking, but that's the point I'm making. What did you want to see? 
I just wanted to to just for them to just slow down and dwell on a plot. Yes, that we, yeah, we all do agree about that. Well, you keep saying we agree about it, but then you keep making excuses for. No, them. I agree that they did. They didn't focus on one aspect enough, but but nothing. But I don't think they could have done much else when when they once they had chosen to go down that path. They couldn't really do it. They had, they had to do all They that. could have cut out a lot of the bullshit in the beginning. Okay. Yeah, no, that's your opinion. And I can see where that where you come from. <laughs> I actually can. Don't try and get me with the, oh, that's your opinion. Everyone's entitled their opi- to their opinion. Argue with me. <laughs> Give me your points. I have been. I don't think you've given a very good one. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> right, let's move on. Listeners, please write in if you think I have been uh, <laughs> making some good points, then I'd like to hear so. <laughs> Watch the most flooded now. <laughs> supporting me. Um, I'm going to skip over quite a bit of what I've written down. Here. All the positive points you asked to skip over. No, no, just because we're, we're kind of running a bit late on the uh, episode. Can I ask about what what, what you guys thought of, um, I forgot what she's called now, The his first love, the really fit blonde girl. Charlotte. Is, Char- she, is she called Charlotte? Charlotte. I think it's Charlotte, isn't it? Yeah. Sure. Whatever she's called. Yeah. His first love, that blonde who comes on stage with them for two months. What did we make of her? She was, pr- she was, that was, she was another, pretty awesome. Wasn't that was she? another pointless part of the film. No, I okay. I'm fine with the beginning bit. That's 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 introduces the character. That was fine. My problem with her was later on when she's reintroduced, and then nothing happens. Well, because obviously he's got a yeah. girlfriend now. It implies, yeah, ex- yeah, exactly. So it implies that this is where the drama is going to begin, and he's going to uh, either cheat on her or she's going to see him on a date with her. Uh, Rachel McAdams is going to see him on a date with Charlotte, yeah, uh, and that's where the drama is going to come from. Yeah. But then instead, they go back to her uh, apartment, and Charlotte asks if he wants to come in, and he just says no, and then that's the end. Of I think, I think that you're just whole bi- scene. I think you're just bitter about this because every prediction you made during the film ended up being wrong. Well, that's well, not true. I, is see, it? I, I uh, thought name one prediction. Go no, that's not the point. The point is. There is. They made these because implications. It because they didn't go down the path that you predicted and wanted. Oh, it's a shit film. I don't want things to go down the, the path that I predict, but I want them to choose where they want to fucking go. Yeah. Like, what, tell me, what was the point of that, of her coming back? Yeah, obviously Other showed, than to lengthen the film. It, show, it showed how much he cared for this girl. But they'd already done that. They'd already showed how much he cared for her by going through the rest of the film. Did, did you not feel that he cared for her before that? Yeah. Exactly. And then it was just showing that he had... Definitely got away from this other girl. What? His first by, love. by nearly sleeping with her. He didn't nearly sleep with that's, her. That just makes him seem like a dick for even considering it. He didn't, did he? He walked her back to her room. He went on a date with her. He, she, she is a family friend, remember? No, that's not. That is not what it was. Uh, yes, but she showing is. at all. So what's he going to do? Say when she invited him to dinner, you're going to say no. He, obviously, he could bring up the fact that he has a girlfriend. Yeah, it, you don't have. Just when you go for a meal with someone, doesn't mean oh, it's a date. Could have yes, been a, it does. A catch-up. They've obviously no, not, it doesn't. They've obviously not seen each other in right. a while. Did you watch the same film as me? It was clearly a date. That was the, no, what I, the film was saying. I think that's what she wanted it to be. But he yeah, and that's what that's what was going through his mind the entire time. Just looking at his facial expressions, that is what was going through his mind. He didn't actually do anything he was, wrong. He was he, he said to Rory, um, "Oh, there's the love of my life, or whatever the girl I used to be in love with." Yeah, and then. Well, he didn't actually do anything He went wrong. over there, and he, and he kept on going back in time to change stupid impressions that he'd made with her. He didn't cheat So on, how was that not a he, date? He didn't cheat on Mary, he didn't do anything wrong, he went for a meal, that was it. Right. So, it's a pretty fine line. <laughs> right, so when you're married and have a wife, mm-hmm. you're not going to go out for any meals with anyone, any female, and it's, not, it's all going to have to be sexual, is it? <laughs> and, well, I'm not sure if I would go out with a meal with a girl just on my own. No, if it's a fact, this this is her sister's boyfriend's cousin or whatever it is, so it's a family friend. Okay, but let's talk about the fact that there were four of them there in this situation. Yeah, that's why it seemed a bit weird. And then the two of them split off and went for a meal by themselves. I felt bad. Why didn't all four of them go? I felt bad for Rory about that. No, she. No, at that point, I think I think the way it was, it looked was that she was in. She she wanted she wanted more, didn't she? And so did he until he eventually decided. He was he was clearly turning back and forth whether to uh, sleep with her because she was the love of his life, and then he just finally decided at the end of that date that actually no, I love Rachel McAdams, so he runs off back there. Yeah, made the which right is decision. fine. Yeah, he made the right decision, but the scene was just pointless and didn't need to be there. They used it as an excuse for him to ask Rachel McAdams to marry him, but they could have done anything much shorter and less misleading than that. 
Hmm. I think that... Uh, uh, I, You're just trying to disagree with me. No, I'm not. I, I, I don't think that thing was so pointless as you think it is. Why? What was the point of it? Like I say, in my opinion, the reason Neil did that scene was to emphasise his love. For, and, and that was his realisation. He went, oh, no, I've got to go right now. And he ran off to propose to her. It was his realisation that, wait, I love her so much that I, I'm, I'm going to say no to this girl who I loved for so much when I was Oh, younger. that's big of him. Well, it's his realisation, isn't it, that, oh my God, I really Right, well, this. they could have done this, his realisation in a much more noble and short way. Well, I, I like that scene, so let's move on. I just think it made me think less of him. Well, I appreciated his love for his current girlfriend. You're looking at it the wrong way. <laughs> my God. <laughs> if he loved her that much, he wouldn't have gone on a date with her. Well, I still don't think it was a date. Well, it definitely was. I think it was just a, a catch-up. Yeah, she thought it was a day. I don't think he necessarily thought, oh, I'm doing something really bad here by doing this. Well, you're a very naive person, then. <sighs> Let's move on. <laughs> Our opinions on this film clearly differ, but that's good. <laughs> clearly differ. I mean... It's very good for the podcast. Yeah. Um, just before we move on to favourite scene, I, I feel like we, we do need to bring up the character of Tim's sister again, because this was where it all kind of went really confusing and stupid for me like even more mm. stupid than it already was this was the first kind of really fast change in the tone of the film that made no sense which was um just as tim's first child has been born like five seconds after they've decided to have a child yes okay <laughs> uh, the doorbell rings tim goes to answer it some guy i've never seen before appears and says he was at the new year's eve party in he Great, he was in the, right yeah. at the beginning of the film, he was there for two seconds. No, and they showed her, say, oh, you're gorgeous, and they started drinking together. Well, you yeah. Know, yeah. No, sorry. They did not make him as dominant as they should have done to, well, to, maybe, to really bring yeah. the gravitas. Mm-hmm. Maybe not, but to say, oh, I've never seen him is a bit harsh, because he had been there. But I, had, I didn't remember him at all, because he was right at the beginning of the film and, did make, and made no impact whatsoever. Okay, fine. Right, anyway, he appears... <laughs> Yes, he appears, and uh, and Tim says, "Oh, where's where's Kit Kat? What's her face?" And uh, and he says, "Oh, I thought she was here." And it's then made apparent that they've had some fight, and then it just cuts to her crashing a car. Yeah, I didn't really like this part. And it gets and it just kind of gets really well. It tries to be really deep and sad, but I just I've seen so little of Katie Kit Kat, the sister, mm. that I just don't give a shit about her character. Why should I care about her when you've not shown her at all? Yeah, I think it went to a place it shouldn't have gone. It went a bit. Yeah, they should. I, 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 I agree. This whole angle, I didn't really think was. No, they didn't have enough necessary. time to explain no. it. Like, explain, it could have been a film in itself. No, it could have been a film in itself. They didn't explain her condition. They didn't explain. She was obviously an alcoholic. Yeah, but that didn't become that. Apparent. That was not apparent until yeah. then. And they could have, if they had just kind of kept her in it a bit more, and I don't know, developed her character a bit more then that would have really worked. That change of tone would have worked really well. Yeah, I think it was an angle they didn't need to go down. Yeah. Like we, we talked it was about far too late in the film. Yeah. Like we talked about in Bruges last week and the way they uh, changed the tone of the film really quickly. And that worked brilliantly mm. because of the way they de- developed the characters. And there wasn't as many angles. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. They, 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 didn't, they didn't overdo <laughs> it. No. Yeah. But it, about time really overdid it in the change of tone of the film. It just kept on switching every five minutes and it was just like, what the fuck is going on? Mm. Mm. It was too late, and it, it was just like I say, we haven't seen enough of her to really. To say I don't care, it was a bit harsh, but I know what you mean. I didn't care. Okay. <laughs> right. <sighs> Poor old Kit Kat. <laughs> Does anyone want to mention anything before we move on to uh, favourite scenes? I think we should move on because we're already on 42 minutes. Yeah, we're running out. Well, wow. Gosh. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah, well. Uh, Podcasts are long in, in length, but this is our longest yet, so let's get on. Yeah, let's move on to favourite scenes. Uh, Jack, what was your favourite scene? My favourite scene, I've been thinking about this um, whilst we've been talking, and um, I'm going to go with the, the scene at the very end, when, um, when when his dad realises this is the last time he can see me, because mm-hmm. the third baby's on the way. I'll take him back to when he was a kid, and I'll take him on the beach. Yeah. Um, I thought that was a really nice scene, really touching. Mm. Very, very, very emotional, because yeah. obviously, obviously that, that's it then. You, they both knew that would be it. Yeah. So let's go back to, to when you were a kid, and, we, and it would just be us two on the beach, and I thought that whole... You know, there was no dialogue, it was just them. Yeah. Um, I thought that was a really, really good scene. Mm-hmm. Really, really stuck in my memory, that one. Do you think maybe they should have 
really just ended it with that scene rather than kind of they kind of moved on yeah. to more stuff but it that would have been, that, that been a better ending yeah, yeah it would have been yeah um, also I was a bit confused um, maybe it's just the way he was thinking about things but why did he have to stop going to see his dad just because it's the sun was coming because of because once the but the sun was born because of that rule that he said earlier. the rule was that if you oh, went yeah, back you in time go back. oh yeah the, okay the, the, the yeah, yeah. Complete, yeah. oh yeah yeah I didn't think about that okay um, Joe uh, there was a couple of scenes that like like that that end scene Jack that that was probably ranked quite highly on my favourite scenes another one probably when he when he sort of started when he told him first told him. That they mm. could go back in time. That was quite fun. That was quite fun. That was quite funny, and yeah, that was a funny scene. And you know, the, yeah, it, it was quite nice. Really, it was you know, father and son sort of. <laughs> that was a good line when he said, "I believe I pumped for fuck." Yeah, but it was the seventies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I like that scene as well. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, there's you know a couple of couple of nice scenes in there, but that was probably my favourite scene. Okay, uh, Well, despite my. Uh, You've got to have one. Criticisms of the the film. <laughs> there were there were a couple of scenes that were that had a f- few funny jokes. Yeah, don't, don't go all out. <laughs> don't like it too much. <laughs> <laughs> no, basic. Well, I wish I could just kind of say that I just liked the character of Rory. He was kind of the only redeemable character in my eyes. He, he was so he was he was funny. brilliant. Yeah, yes, he was funny. Um, so any kind of scene that had him in it <laughs> worked for me really. I will also say that the scene with Rachel McAdams' parents was pretty, yeah. it was pretty funny as well. Oh, uh, when she kept answering for him. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Although I didn't like... Sorry, I don't like what the scene implies, which is the cliche of people not being able to have normal conversations with their parents. Like, as soon as their parents come around, they freak out and yeah, you know, yeah. it's, it's just really unrealistic. I mean, you would be nervous because obviously... Nervous about, about the meeting yeah. your boyfriend, but... It was it was more than that. It was just like she doesn't know what to do when her parents yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. That was a bit overplayed, but yeah. yeah. All right, so let's get to the ratings. I, um, well, I think we I think we know there's going to be some rather large differences here, but I, I'm not I, I'm not going to of the three we've watched so far. Um, it is the lowest, but I, I I did really enjoy the film. It's the second time I've watched it. If I hadn't enjoyed it the first time, I obviously wouldn't have suggested watching it again. So I I think it does show that I, I liked it. I, I'm going to give it a six and a half. Six and a half? Jesus Christ. You gave E.T. an eight. Eight. Eight and a half. Eight and a half. Quite a big difference. Um, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, six and a half. I think that's fair. I, 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 yes, there's obviously some areas which could have been vastly improved on. But no, I think that's a reasonable score and I, I did enjoy the film. So six and a half for me. Okay. Joe? Yeah, I, I sort of agree with you. You know, it, it's a feel-good film. It's It's nice to pass a couple of hours. It's you know sit down. It's like you you don't have to put, you don't have to engage your brain too much to watch it. It's not one of these ones where you have to. In fact, it hurts. You, you, you don't have to constantly think all the time. You can just sit and relax and watch it. That could be a criticism as well because I'm I'm sure when they were making the film, they they weren't making it with the intention of uh, we hope yeah. this, we hope this film will just be one that people sort of sit and just don't think about it. But I know what you mean. Yeah, you are, right. You are right. Yeah, so I'd probably give it a. I'm going to go for five and a half out of ten. You know, just above halfway, you know, it's, mm. it's all right. It's, yeah, so-so. But yeah, five and a half out of ten. Okay. Dum-dum-dum. Two. I'm not surprised, obviously. Yeah, I, I think I've made my reasoning pretty clear for why it was a two. And the only reason it's not a one or a... Do we give zeros or a yeah, yeah. stop? Okay, yeah. the only reason it's not a... <laughs> I don't know if I'm ever going to give a film a zero, to be honest, unless it's... it's not, I suppose maybe I will. Um, the reason it's gone up to a two is um, I liked the character of Rory and um, what was it Harry he he kind of grew on me after a while and there was a, there was the odd funny scene but um, due to my reasoning that I've made pretty clear before and I've actually got a lot more notes about the things I hated including just, an unreliable sun's cream bottle well I said I wasn't going to mention that but that, 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 that annoyed me well I'll no, I said I wasn't going to mention that because at that time I was really just trying to annoy you, Jack. I know you were. <laughs> you even wrote it. You <laughs> yeah, I wasn't, I'm not too bothered about that. But there were a lot more things that I hated about it, so it's a two for me. All right. right, okay. Okay, it's now time for our beloved quiz night. Oh, it's about time. About time. Because the film that we're doing is about time. <laughs> 
Did you get it, Jack? I got it. Okay. <laughs> I will be the quiz master this week. Do you want to quickly run over the current scores as we head into this week's? Uh, yep. The current scores are as follows. I am leading on two. Joe is just behind me with one. And Jack is trailing behind okay. on a big fat zero. <laughs> but I feel it. I'm feeling confident today. Okay. Oh, yeah. Me versus the Pepster. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, just to remind everyone that obviously this is just a, a quiz about the uh, the film that we've watched this week. Okay. Right. Now, you both ready? Right. I'm ready. Right. First question is, at what age does Tim's father let him know that he can travel in time? Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Second question who did Tim say he is a fan of to impress Mary? Good question. And third question. Why did Tim have to propose to Mary twice? There's a lot of concentration going on here. Mm. liking it. Yes, well, that's a very important... I, I need to get a point. Well, yeah. You're kind of doing a bit shit. Okay. Ready? Yep. Okay. Fourth question. What happened... During Tim and Mary's wedding that caused everyone to run inside. Difficult. Are you being sarcastic? Yes. Oh. Okay, and the final question. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm, I'm tense. Okay. There are three actors in the film About Time that have also featured in the Harry Potter series. Yes. Really? Who are they? Oh my god. That's hard. I can't even Actors' think. names? I will character. give you half points for the characters' names, four oh, points for... That is so hot. So there's the three points on offer here? There are three. Yes. Or you have to get all three to get a point? No, there are three points right. on offer. This is really hard. I'm not going to get any. I can't even think. In the Harry Potter... Are they big parts? They can't be. Well, some, one of them's... And a couple of them are oh, big Oh, this is our boss, I think. Mm. Damn you, Richie. Come on, you mentioned one earlier before. Well, we mentioned all of the characters. Yeah, but you mentioned him specifically as a Harry Potter character. I did? Yeah, you did. Did I? You're going to feel sorry when you... Uh, oh, I am going to feel sorry. I'm going to kick myself. I'm just going to guess. Okay. God, this is really hard. All right. Joe, you ready? I Jack? Think I am. You got your answers, Jack? Right. Okay. The first question was, um, at what age does Tim's father tell him that he can travel through time? Jack, what did you get? 21. And Joe? Yep, the same 21. You are both correct. That awesome. the correct answer. The second question was, who did Tim say he is a fan of to impress Mary? Jack? K-Moss. Joe? K-Moss. Yep, you're both correct. Okay, third question was, why did Tim have to propose to Mary twice? Jack? I thought, not a cover. Is it because she wouldn't wake up the first time? Joe? Yeah, but the first time she didn't respond and she was too tired. You're both correct. That is the right answer. I wasn't sure about that one. Yeah, she uh, she just told him to fuck off, basically. <laughs> uh, okay, fourth question. What happened during the wedding that caused everyone to run inside? Heavy rain and wind. A yeah. storm. I put Can a storm. be a bit more specific? I put a storm. There was a rain storm. Slash heavy rain and wind. Okay, I'll give you that. I would have, well, sorry, I would have preferred it if you'd said that it caused the tent to collapse. No, but, sorry, I, I know the question wasn't, wasn't really okay. specific enough, but that's fine. I'll give you that. All right. That was what I was looking for, though. <laughs> it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter. It's going to go down to this. Right, here we go. Well, I, I'm very not confident about Neither this. Question five. Um, there are three actors in this film that were also in the Harry Potter series. Who are they? Well, Jack? I couldn't put the uh, actors' names. I've just gone with the characters, hoping that I'll get a half mark somewhere. Mm-hmm. One, I've put the uncle. The, the uncle. I can't remember his name. The uncle, the... Oh, um, the Al- yeah, the Alzheimer's Desmond yeah. guy. Okay. Is that right? Is I'm not saying until you've all been he, he was my one guest. My other guest was Mary, the mother, the Mary. Mm-hmm. And my third guest was Jay. Joe? See, I, I'm i not too confident on this. I'm not. I'm going to say this just maybe he had a, cam- a little small cameo part of me. I'm going to go Bill Nye for one, Rachel McAdams for then the other, and go with Rory for the third one. Okay. Jack, after this question, you've scored zero points. Damn! None of those people were in Harry Potter series. I didn't think they were, but... And Joe, uh, you scored one point with Bill Nye. Really? Oh, wow. Uh, I didn't... I thought it w- Bill Nye played uh, to... Rufus Scringer in... Which is actually a very small part, as you were right, Joe. I so I, I wasn't expecting you to get that. No, I the, think, the one you should have got was Rich, Richard Griffiths, who plays oh, the Uncle... A- yes. Uncle Vernon. Yeah. The Uncle actor. fat actor. Oh, my... <laughs> Mr. Dursley. Mr. Yeah. Dursley, yeah. Oh, that's a... You idiot. 
And him. Yeah. Well, you were the one that said Mr. Dursley at the time. Yeah, now I think about it. <laughs> oh, that's really bad. And the third person that was in it is Donal Gleeson, the lead, the lead actor in this film, who played Tim. Really? Oh, was he um, one of the brothers? One he of... was, indeed. He was Bill Weasley. Oh, my God. Was really? it? Really? Yeah. I should have thought about it. Ginger hair. You should have thought about that. Yeah, that. Wow. No, I should I have got. I didn't think of that. I can't believe I didn't get that, Mr. Dursley. That's a shocker. Sorry, sorry, guys. Okay, out of all the answers. I oh, so it, well, he doesn't matter. He's won. I've got five out of. Oh, you got snatch out of five, is it? Well, you got five out seven. of seven. Yeah, he's won because I didn't get. And what did you get, Jack? Four out of seven. Right. So the scores after that very disappointing round for me are: Joe is now level on Richie with two. Nice. And I'm still on zero. All right. Earlier in the week. Brad Bird stated that the next film that he is going to do is The Incredibles 2. Yes! So, I just wanted to uh, get your thoughts on this, see uh, how excited you are, if you think it's going to be any good, or just basically get your thoughts on The Incredibles 2. Yeah, no, very very excited, actually. Yeah? Because I can't believe we checked it out, didn't we, just mm. before. Yeah. 2004, the first Incredibles film came yeah, out. that's right, yeah. It seems like a lifetime ago. Yeah. Well, it is in some cases. <laughs> um, 2004. That's, 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 right. that's 11 I years ago. I couldn't believe that when you said it. I, I guess sort of 06, which isn't, to be fair, too far out, but still, 04, that, that is a long... Year 4, when you, when you say we were in year 4... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That is... Mm. Christ. It yeah. is, and... Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Actually, I know it's I know it's it's aimed at children and maybe adults that have children. Well, not but really. They actually, always have. You know, these films always have content that's uh, jokes for the for the adults in the films. It is yes. In fact, I was talking to somebody. I can't remember who it was. Who's got who's got work colleague actually, and they were talking about the Incredibles and were saying it's actually interesting that actually as you watch it. There's actually quite a lot more content for adults than you actually think at first. Yeah, which is the same in all Disney Pixar films, mm. mostly. It's interesting how they do it. It's quite quite clever how they do yeah, it. It really is, yeah. I, I mean, I love The Incredibles. Yeah. I think it's a, a great... It's been, it's been a long while since I've watched it, so it's nice to know that there's going to be a new one to sort of re, re-light that fire inside <laughs> me that wants to see this film again. Yeah. I, I'm not, but we, there's no trailer, is there? Not yet. Um, not yet. No. It's going to be. He's just. He's just stated that it's going to be the next one he does. It's going to be because he's just kind of. Right, finished. It's going to be next year then, isn't it? Because he's also. He's just kind of done Tomorrowland, mm. uh, which is coming out soon. I don't. Do you know anything about that? No. Is, it no. That, is that about the music festival? No. <laughs> no, it's literally. <laughs> well, I don't think it would be, but no, it's literally about a land that's futuristic, but it's another Disney film, but it's live action. I think I've seen it's going to come out about 2017. Oh, right, not even next year. Yeah, I think, I think that's well, going to be quite key. That's a good thing. I wanted to spend a lot of time yeah. on the on the script yes. and make sure it's all, you know, I wanted to get it just right. So that I can't even remember how the, how did the first one end? It ended, well, they defeated Syndrome, as predicted. Mm. Um, and then it, it just kind of, well, it moved on to a bit of a cliffhanger. Um, they're at a race that Dash is doing, and they make him come second so that he doesn't seem too show off or reveal his powers or anything. Um, and they're just walking out, and then the Underminer appears. I don't know if you remember. Just like a... I don't actually. Just like a completely random new villain that just springs out of the grind, the Underminer. <laughs> um, it's played by that actor that is in all the Pixar films. I can't remember his name. Yeah, who, who are some of the voices? Who, are there any well-known actors that voice some of the characters in this one? Oh, yeah. So the the main character, Bob Parr, is played by Craig T. Nelson. You know him? Doesn't ring a bell. No, he's done uh, Poltergeist. Mm. Have you seen that? No. Is that a recent film? No. It was an, no, it was an 80s film. Anyway, um, then uh, that also has Holly Hunter as Helen Parr, I believe. Uh, Presume you've heard of her. No. Okay, moving on. Mm, uh, <laughs> uh, Samuel L. Jackson, I believe you know him. Uh, <laughs> I think we know him, don't we? I, yeah. I think he's been hanging around our hometown yeah. quite yeah. quite recently. He plays the black character. Oh, <laughs> best known for Snakes on a Plane, of course. Oh, yeah, okay. And not Pulp Fiction. Right. The villain uh, is played by... Uh, Syndrome is played by Jason Lee, who was... Have you ever seen My Name is Elle? TV show, My Name is Earl. Oh, yes, but not a lot of them. Okay, well, he was the lead in that. So, okay. yeah, there's, there's quite a few famous actors in it. I don't know if they're all returning sure. for... Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm presuming, obviously, all the family will be back. Well, yeah. Um, 
and obviously some new characters as well. Probably, probably. Do you reckon the kids will be like they'll do the kind of Toy Story thing, and the kids will be all kind of grown up or teenagers uh, or whatever? Or do the Simpsons thing and never age? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. Um, I think they will have aged a little bit. I reckon they'll go down down that road. Yeah, definitely. It's difficult to imagine, but they'll they'll definitely they'll keep they've the got to happen, yeah, so that it's they've grown up with the children that watched it the first time around. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, I am. It's weird. I've not. It's sort of come out of the blue, really, to to do another one. This, did you have this, a, this long after the first? Did you have a favourite character? No, not one that instantly springs to mind. No, I don't actually. Probably, probably the dad, to be honest. Yeah, but no, it's the, it's not a definite. Oh, he's my favourite. It's just if I, I like pick. Frozone. Yeah, Frozen. Samuel Jackson. If yeah. I had to pick, was, oh yeah, he was a great character. Uh, I'll go with the dad. What's the dad's name? Bob. Is it? Yeah. Mr. Incredible, you could call him. Mr. Incredible, that's it. I'll go with him. <laughs> Bob Parr. Bob Parr. All right, is there any, anything else you want to say on that subject? No, apart from I'm, so. I can't wait for 2017. Yeah. Uh, Roll on 2017. Yeah, I'm very excited for it. It should be a good good film. Okay, so uh, has anybody got anything they want to talk about, anything they've watched this week? I actually watched the second Jurassic Park this week. Uh, oh. The Lost World, yeah. Going back to another epic, another Spielberg epic. Oh yeah, you can't. <laughs> another John Williams epic. You can't beat a very Jurassic Park. Um, no, you can't. And it, I do love the, the trilogy. Um, I don't know why we decided to watch the second one when all three were there. But we chose the second one. Yes, that does seem like an odd choice. <laughs> I, know, I don't know why we did it. But we chose the second one and um, I really enjoyed watching it again. Yeah. I've not seen it in I'd ages. I've actually forgotten that, that Goldblum, is it? What's he called? Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. I forgot he was in it. How could you forget? I don't know how, <laughs> but as soon as he came on, it all came back to me. I mean, yeah, obviously, they've got the new one, Jurassic Park, what's called? World? Jurassic no, the, World. the next one is called Jurassic World. Yeah, Jurassic World. That's so, it. Huh? Is it come out this year? Yeah, this summer. Yeah, this summer. So we've not got long to wait. Um, I'm sure we'll do a, an episode yeah. featuring mm-hmm. the Jurassic Parks when it gets yeah. closer to that. Time. I was about to say, we'll, we'll do a special um, just before that one is released. We'll talk about the trilogy as a whole, but... But I really enjoyed the film. I love seeing. Um, I love. I love the death scenes. I, I love seeing the dinosaurs like rip into people and oh, yeah. rip them apart. Yeah. How long has it been since you've seen a the, long fir- time. the first one and the second and the third one? A long time. I can't remember when it was. Yeah, because I remember seeing the first one about well, recently about a year ago. That's the last time I saw the first one. I, I'm, a, I'm a lot longer than that. I, I can't remember when it was. But did you have any any? Problems with any kind of any, any of the plots, anything that happened with it? No, I, I really enjoyed the film. Um, just classic rewatch. Nothing wrong with it. Yeah, I, I can't think of what to say about it. That's um, fine. You don't have to. You don't have to rack your brain. <laughs> I feel like we should, you know, give the uh, the listener there. Well, as we say, well, as we say, we're gonna eventually we'll we'll watch all three of them yeah. again, and and uh, we'll yeah. talk about them in, in much more detail. This is just to get yeah. it. Well, well, basically, the, basically, the plot was that since the first one, obviously, the, the, the first one took place on a different island. Jeff Goldblum's girlfriend had been sent over to this island on her own, which obviously he didn't he didn't like the fact that she'd been sent. Sure. Um, and so he went over with a small team. Um, one guy was a photographer, played by Vince Vaughn. I think. You know, not too long later, all the attacks start. You get the T Rexes out. All hell breaks loose, and it's just another brilliant dinosaur film. <laughs> <laughs> with everyone being taken apart, um, well, that's a, a very clear analysis. But, but the yeah. ma- no, but the the, the main po- the main plot is there's these two teams. There's this team that Jeff. I've Gold- seen it before. Yeah, I'm just okay. There's there's this small smaller team that Jeff Goldblum's in. There's like five of them, and then you've got this massive group. I think it's oh, what's what's the company called that they work for? And it's like a race between these two groups. One one th- this bigger group is like obviously the villainous group, and they're they're just like poaching dinosaurs and dragging them down and obviously this good group with Jeff and his girlfriend they're trying to stop them and they're sort of going against each other but eventually they come together as one team and uh, yeah like Richie says just a a standard rewatch really enjoyed it and we'll obviously do a proper special and get into it a lot better than I just have Um, (laughs) right yeah before the new one comes out but no yeah thank you Mr Spielberg (laughs) right uh, is there anything else anyone wants to talk about I think uh, that's everything. That's it. I think it's been a long one today. Right. Well, it's been good. Yeah. Well, in that case, um, we'll just move on to say, uh, please do uh, rate, subscribe, uh, review us on iTunes. It would really help us out. Uh, If you have any questions for us, please feel free to email us at uh, filmnight at yahoo.co.uk. Don't forget, our first emailer will receive an email back from Jack stating that he loves you, and it will also state it on the air. I'm surprised that um, 
we didn't get an email after last week. Just seem odd. Just seem odd. I think that, you think people will be crawling to her. I thought they'd be flying in, but yeah. uh, well, come on, guys. <laughs> if you want to follow us on Twitter, you can find us at filmnight underscore. If you want to follow us individually, you can find me at Richie Withers. Joe is at Jay McClafferty, and Jack is at the Jack Clark. Other than that, uh, if there's nothing anyone else wants to say. Then I guess I'll just say it's uh, it's goodbye from me. Yeah, it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me. Goodbye from me.